Hi, everybody. This is Jimmy DeYoung. Thank you very much for taking a moment to take a look at the book with us. We want to talk to you in this next few moments as we listen to a portion of my series entitled Return to Eden and help you understand why Jerusalem will be the center of controversy in the last days. What does Jerusalem have to do with the original Garden of Eden? Well, I can tell you this even before we take a time to take a look at the book. It is key in understanding why Jerusalem will be so controversial just prior to the return of Jesus Christ. This series, Return to Eden, deals with all the issues you need to know about. Take a moment with us. Let's listen, and then I'll tell you how you can get your own copy of Return to Eden. First one of chapter 6. And it came to pass, when men began to multiply on the face of the earth, and daughters were born unto them, that the sons of God, that phrase is angels. Chapter 1 of Job, chapter 2 of Job, chapter 38 of Job. A consistent hermeneutic says it's angels. That the sons of God saw the daughters of men, and they were fair, and they took them wives, all of which they chose. And the Lord said, My spirit shall not always strive with man, for that he is flesh, yet his day shall be a hundred and twenty years. There were giants in the land in those days, and also after when the sons of God came unto the daughters of women, and they bare children to them, and the same became mighty men, which were of old men of renown. This is the record of evil angels, one-third of all the angels created, following Lucifer, having a sexual relationship with human women on the earth and bearing children. And I hear some whispers. Don't you remember what Jesus said to the Pharisees, Mark chapter 12? I do. I remember it. When they were asking about the woman who had seven husbands, who is her husband going to be in heaven? Jesus said this, in heaven she will be as the angels who have no sexual relationship. Now wait a minute. That said, in Heaven. I'm not talking about on the earth. I mean, they didn't say that she couldn't have a sexual relationship on the earth. That verse doesn't prove that men and women can't have a sexual relationship down here on earth. It says in heaven. They'll be as the angels are in heaven. It doesn't say that angels can't have a sexual relationship on earth. And, and by the way, if an angel can come in the appearance of a snake, are a grasshopper, are a donkey. It certainly can come in the appearance of a man. And if you don't believe that, read the 19th chapter of the book of Genesis. In the 18th chapter of the book of Genesis, Jesus Christ shows up with two angels. They look like men. They're expect, accepted by Abraham as men. The 19th chapter, they go over to, after Jesus goes back to heaven, they go over to a place called Sodom and Gomorrah. There they meet a man named Lot. And as they are walking into town, he sees them coming. And he rushes to them. And he says, may I wash your feet? Now, either those were angels, which normally are spirits, in the form of a man, or there were four feet walking down the street that Lot saw and washed. 
And then he says, come on in the house. My dear wife has made a delicious meal. Come on in. And they walked in and they had a meal. And so those feet walking down the street, just above them in a spirit, if they were only angels in a spirit, they had intestines and they had a stomach all laying out there in space. I'm being sarcastic, aren't I? They had hands because one of them reached out and grabbed Lot by the hand and pulled him in. See, angels come in the appearance of man. Those were good angels, by the way. Evil angels take on man. The appearance of man, the shape of man, the form of man. And they come in and have a sexual intercourse with angels, uh, with women. You don't believe that? Just, uh, don't let me interrupt me, please. I'll answer any question afterwards. Go over to, uh, go over to the book of Second Peter just a second. I'll answer any question afterwards. Second Peter chapter 2. Let me show you something. These are angels having sexual relationship with man. And let me give you a couple of proof texts. Second Peter chapter 2 verse 4. For if God spared not the angels that sinned, but cast them down into, it says hell here in the King James, to Taurus, bottomless pit, and delivered them into chains of darkness to be reserved unto judgment. Now, he, uh, he put most of the evil angels there in the first heaven. Most of the angels in the first heaven who Satan would dispatch to come to this world in the time leading up to the second coming of Jesus Christ. But there is a group of these evil angels that he put in the bottomless pit to be held for a period of time when they're going to be judged. Go over to Jude just a second. Jude, verse 6 and verse 7. Jude, verse 6 and 7. Verse 6. And the angels which kept not their estate, but left their own habitation, he hath reserved an everlasting change unto darkness, unto the judgment of the great day. Again, talking about the judgment. Verse 7. Even as Sodom and Gomorrah and the cities about them in like manner, he's just explaining Sodom and Gomorrah in like manner did exactly what the evil angels did, in like manner giving themselves over to fornication. Now when did angels commit fornication? other than in chapter 6 of the book of Genesis. Fornication, that is not when an unmarried girl has a relationship with an unmarried man. Fornication, the proper definition, is any sexual relationship that God does not allow. And he does not allow evil angels to have sex with women, human women. That was the fornication they committed. They were put in the place of judgment. They're going to be released one day. They're going to be released to come back to this earth. These evil angels. That's why God destroyed humankind. It says in chapter 6 of the book of Genesis, and Noah was found perfect in the eyes of the Lord. That mean he was without sin? No. It means he was not contaminated with evil angelic bloodstream. Chapter 5 of the book of Genesis, a genealogy. You know what is the genealogy of? From Adam to Noah. You know what? There's no angels listed in there. That's why that genealogy is there in the fifth chapter. From Adam to Noah. Adam to Noah, no evil angels in the genealogy. There you have Noah, Shem, Ham, and Jepheth. No evil angelic blood strain in there. So they're perfect. They're the ones that set aside because he had promised. You see, when Satan used confusion, it didn't work. But then he decided to use contamination. Contamination of the blood strain because Genesis chapter 3, verse 15 says, I will bring forth a Messiah. And we know from a beautiful, pure virgin woman, no evil angel that could 
be a part of all of that genealogy. What's going to happen? Well, the ninth chapter of the book of Revelation, I'll tell you this and we'll go. The ninth chapter of the book of Revelation is the story of an invasion from outer space. Satan is thrown out of heaven. As he's thrown out of heaven, he's given the key to the bottomless pit. He goes by the bottomless pit. He opens up the bottomless pit and evil angels, those in the Totoros, those who committed the sexual relationship with women are thrown, are, are released out of the bottomless pit. They come to the earth. And you know what they're coming to the earth for? To go to the Garden of Eden. To go to the Garden of Eden and set up their kingdom. Because Satan was in the Garden of Eden. That's where he first sinned. That's where he tried to take it over. That's exactly what his plan was. And so everything in the Word of God starts to come into focus as we see his ultimate goal. What was it that he said? I will be worshipped. He's going to the original spot the Garden of Eden. Now with a legion of angels. What's the number? It says 200,000 thousand. That's 200 million in Revelation chapter 9. That's at least how many of those evil angels are there. And in order to get to the Garden of Eden, they're going to kill one-third of the earth's population. Chapter 9 verse 16 said, and they're going to the Garden of Eden. The sin that started in the Garden of Eden in Satan is going to be once again replayed before the second Adam comes to take dominion in the Garden of Eden. Just exactly God's plan. And we're quickly approaching that time. Father, Thank you for the word of God and for the privilege of being able to deal with the word of God and come to several conclusions as we study your prophetic scenario laid out for the last days. That which began 6,000 years ago is close to culmination. Because everything we've talked about, Jesus said, would be the greatest sign. He said in Matthew 24, I think it's verse 37, as in the days of Noah, so shall it also be in the days of the coming of the Son of Man. Satan's subtle strategy to take control and move again to the Garden of Eden and be worshipped by all of creation. Thank you, Lord, as we come to understandings and things seem to fall into place to assist us in understanding the times in which we're living and thus help us make decisions for the days ahead. Thank you for these dear people. Bless them in their time of recreation and fellowship and relationship building this day. 
Thy precious name we pray with thanksgiving. Amen. Thank you for taking a moment to listen to a portion of a series I have entitled Return to Eden. I talk about the Garden of Eden, the beginning and the end. I talk about sin in the Garden of Eden and how that would then conform to what Jesus Christ did when he was crucified. I talk about the sacrifice in the Garden of Eden, the battle for Jerusalem, and the Messiah's throne room. All of these studies are a part of the five-hour series, a five-part audio series on CD that is available for you if you would like to purchase it and have it for your own individual study. It's entitled Return to Eden, and you can call our toll-free number to find out how much it would cost and how you can make your order. That toll-free number from across America is 877-674-3298. Again, that number, 877-674-3298. Or you can actually go to our website, prophecytoday.com, go to the shopping mall, and you can make your order online. Again, that's prophecytoday.com. I'm Jimmy DeYoung, and I want to thank you for joining me here as we've studied through a portion of Scripture that helps us to understand we're quickly approaching the time of the return of Jesus Christ back to the earth and actually back to the Garden of Eden. But before that, of course, remember, the rapture takes place. And actually, that could happen before I finish the next sentence. And if I am allowed to finish it, here's what I'm going to say. Let's keep looking up until...